Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found us again. I thought you we thought we'd lost you. It's the Squares the Round Table podcast, and it's me and Jeff. Hello. Hey. Ivan is spinning this week, so he'll be back next week. We told him he needed to get a sweater. He's going to Kohl's. You yes. know, we really ran that joke in the ground. It's Kohl's with a C O L E S. But we like true. to say Kohl's. We've over it like three times. Yes. We yeah, treated it's just it like a, roadkill. Just a, yeah, wrestle, wrestled mulp, pulp of just, uh, just gross. Yeah. It's not yeah. Kohl's the department store, but we just like to say it's funny like that, that Ivan's spinning at Kohl's. We just like yeah. to think it's, we just think it's funny. We hope you think it's funny too. It was probably funny like the first time we yeah, did Yeah, the it. first time and then, and then it stopped. Yeah. But uh, somebody once said, your audience changes every 15 minutes, so who knows? Because maybe there's somebody on Google Play or iTunes who has not, who is finding the show for the first time, and maybe, just maybe, there, they hadn't heard that joke. I doubt it, yeah. So how was your week, Jeff? How you doing? Ah, uh, week was good. Week was good. I mean, as good as it's going to be for right now, you know, um, I'm at that point where it's like, I don't know, it's, I am not, I start dreading winter way too early. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I don't want this. Um, but, yeah. Uh, otherwise, not bad. Uh, went uh, out to the Botanic Gardens on Friday night here in Chicago hmm. for their – their um, they did this um, night of – they did this Night of a Thousand Pumpkins thing. And I think it's next weekend too, by the way. Um, if you're listening to the podcast and you, and you hear it and you're thinking about it, uh, I will tell you, it might be sold out. I, I, they, they, they have people going in at 15 minute increments. There are a thousand pumpkins in this one little section that you, that they have that are all carved. Um, some of them are, how can I say more professionally done and professionally carved and really impressive. Um, others are just things that look like your typical, how can I say? The ones that look like mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and that's how they get away with calling it the thousand, which is, there are a thousand of them, but of the ones that are like really, really the amazing special ones, they ain't no thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. Did um, you count, just to be sure? I, I didn't have to count. Okay. I was pretty sure on my own. Because um, I would have thought we'd have had to walk a lot further if there were. Um, but they were impressive and, and I put some up on our, I put some up on my Facebook page and people were like, Ooh, ah, wow. Cause yeah, they had those. like things. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like they had like unicorns and it was funny. Somebody else I know went and there was a superhero one and I totally didn't see that one. Um, I don't know how I missed it. Um, but, um, you know, there was like ones for day of the dead and, you know, like magic type stuff and all kinds of things. And, and, you know, really cool. And then they had a couple places where these guys were carving pumpkins and you could ask them questions and you could watch them carve pumpkins. It was pretty cool. Um, kind of fun, especially if you had kids. Uh, and even if you didn't, it was it was kind of interesting. Um, so, yeah, that that was that was my Friday. OK, um, like you, I actually gamed. Sat- I actually gamed on Saturday. Uh so I actually did a bunch of role-playing games out of Jackaroo Games in Warrenville. Uh, did some role-playing. 
uh, I, I walked it at like nine in the morning and I didn't walk out of that building until midnight. So, Whoa. yeah, yeah. I did some hardcore, I did some hardcore gaming on Saturday. Mm. Uh, and then I had to drive home. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I only kind of get in one game a week these days, one game a month these days. So, you know, okay, I'll take my one day and, and do my thing. Um, and you know, like I said, I, I've always loved Star Wars RPG, so it's a lot of fun. It's a blast, and good people to play with. So um, I'm trying to think of anything else this week. You got anything uh, earlier in the week? I released my. Uh, I finally got a copy of uh, my district speech, um, the district speech from the international speech contest where I competed, the one that I did in May. And I got that one out, and I kind of released it to the world. You shared that on your uh, YouTube? I shared it on my YouTube. It's on my YouTube page, but it is also on my personal page. I will share it to the Squares page, so in case anybody wants – the Squares of the Roundtable Facebook page. In case anybody wants to see it, I will do that after we do the show. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Okay, so Um, it'll be up by the time you're listening to this. Yes. So if you want to go check it out, you can. Um, That's – you know, other than that, and pick it, and we'll talk TV and stuff later. But other than that, yeah, that's that's kind of in my week. Um, we'll, you know, that's kind of what's going on. How about you? What what what's with you? What what have you done? Let's see. Tuesday night, I went and saw Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, and I'd say it was good. Uh, it would say it's just as good as like Clerks Two or Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, and oh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it because I, I feel there's a difference between the two movies? All right, it's, it's in it's in the pocket. I wouldn't say it's it's I wouldn't say it's Kevin's best film, mm-hmm. but it was still had some good moments in it. Is it Jay? Is it more towards Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, or is it more towards Clerks Two? Uh, I say somewhere in between. Okay, uh, I went there and it was in one of the smaller theaters because it was Tuesday and Thursday night mm-hmm. was the Fathom events early screening okay. because it's not getting a mass theatrical release. Uh, and it's only going to be, is. and it's only going to be, uh, available in Chicago. The one, the two nights, I think that they're doing their tour, the live tour, Jason Muse and Kevin Smith. So I went there and I got a free mini poster. I'm like, okay, cool. Where am I going to hang this? You know, it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a superhero kind of pose. And, and Jay is wearing the, the big cock knocker fist from Stri- strike. Back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, like, the like kind of like sport and like the gauntlet mm-hmm. uh, and there were some extras in front and behind the film where they had like celebrity interviews and I think they kind of teased that on Kevin's face uh, Kevin's YouTube page um, and yeah there were some good laughs in it there were some genuinely funny moments in it uh, and you know what Jason Mewes did some actual acting in this story he that's, actually did, that's possible yeah it did it is uh he, he did he, he did he did exceptionally well i think in my opinion and okay. harley uh of course kevin's daughter harley's in it little jokes about he puts his daughter in everything kind of joke you know a couple of those kevin smith is just kevin smith mm-hmm. <laughs> he just just yeah but and he gets all his regulars you know he got tommy chong and um uh, ralph garman who does that uh uh, Hollywood Babylon uh, podcast with him uh-huh. and uh, Jason Lee who owns like stash, you know, the, the 
um, the comic book store. And, of course, we don't see Randall in it. We saw Dante, but we didn't see Randall in this film for some reason. Anyway. Although I did hear, didn't I hear something recently that now they're talking about a Clerks 3? I guess so. Uh, But I'd say I'd give it a good solid three and a half out of five, yeah, mans. I didn't hate it. It had some good laughs in it. If you can catch it for like five bucks or something, I'd say it's good. Good pickup. If you yeah. like that in the VSQ universe. Um, I liked it. I, I didn't feel the need to run to see it. Um, I probably will wait till it comes out on DV, on, on demand. Yeah, and it'll I'll, be out on I'll streaming somehow in the right. near future, I'm sure. Right. I definitely want to see it. I was not really interested in paying full price to see it right now. Yeah, I, I did the Fathom Events event, which was like slightly more than your average movie ticket price. I'm like, okay. But it sated my curiosity, and I laughed. It was good. It was I'm sure. I'm sure. It's it's. Look, they he does a good job with what for what it is and what he does. Yeah. I don't know. I I'll be you know. I'm. The, I feel like I'm one of the few in the geek world who, for me, Kevin Smith is kind of like, okay, I get it. You know, yeah, he's not and, he's not the spokesperson for all things geek in Hollywood, right. but he and, seems to be in a lot of people's eyes in the mainstream right. among normal people. Well, and that I think that's where I get tired of it is it's like you don't speak for all of us. And yeah, you made some movies and you've done some comic book stuff and I don't begrudge him for any of it. But, you know, <laughs> After a while, I just get I get tired of the Kevin Smith says this. Well, that's great. I don't care. Yeah, he's not the foremost authority on all things um, in the geek culture that's now like super popular now. Right. Well, but anyway, like, but uh, yeah, all things aside, thing. well, I like I like the film. It's funny. We'll get into that later. But yeah. 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 So so a lot of the usual we're James looking at Silent you, Bob Francis. Jokes and, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that a little yeah. bit. Um, didn't get to go see Jojo Rabbit because it's not playing here anywhere. Really? Yeah, it's getting a really limited run. And, like, I'm looking on my movie app that everybody knows that starts with the letter F. <clears throat> and the nearest theater is in Evanston. And I'm like, I'm not well, driving that's not 30. Far for me. Well, it's not far for you, but it's far for me because I'm out in the sticks. Well, I didn't say that. You did. I did. I'm out in the cornfields, not in well, the Chicago land. I mean, land. in fairness, if it's the it's if it's the theater at Evanston, I'm thinking about it, it's a good theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's not like yeah, but I wanted know. to see it, and no one. Actually, and I've asking everybody around, and I'm nobody else wants to see it with me. I'm so, I'm 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 curious when I hear things about funny and Nazi. And that stuff, I start to get a little nervous to stay in age. But yeah, but I, well, I, you like just like the producers. I mean, they yeah, well, that was a different time. Yeah, true, it, truly was. It's a different time now. I'm kind of like, is it really funny, or is it just? Oh, I don't know. If this is a good idea. Like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I I was kind of uncomfortable even when Mel Brooks used, used to play Hitler and mm-hmm. to make fun of Hitler. That was and, to be or not to be. Yeah, yeah. I that other one he did with. Um, uh, what was her name? Uh, had the guy in from Animal House was in it too, but that that got a lot. I remember watching that a lot on cable. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet. I want to, but I mm-hmm. uh, haven't bought my tickets for 
Terminator Salvation or Terminator Dark Fate. Did you hear what happened? Hmm. So apparently, apparently at screenings of, I guess there were Judgment Day screenings over the weekend at any of the at at for at Alamo at some of the Alamo locations. Oh, the Draft House has done some. Uh... Yeah, they did. They, so they were supposed to be airing Terminator Two. Surprise! It wasn't Terminator Two. It was the new movie. Oh, Dark Fate. Oh man. Well, I'm they actually see it a week showed Friday, the. So. They surprised everyone and showed the new movie. Hmm. Neat. So, yeah, I'm like, huh? How do you like that? Hmm. Good um, on them. So yeah, I, as a matter of fact, that's on the the, the Squares page. But okay. yeah. So apparently, here, hold on, I'll pull it up. It was from Entertainment okay. Weekly. Yeah, surprise screenings. Um, it was Sunday night. They were supposed to be watching Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And it was actually, they surprised everybody by basically turning it into Terminator Dark Fate. Wow. And the, the first reactions from people that are on here is, it's like Force Awakens for Terminator. Okay. They're like, this is kind of rebooted the franchise. Kind of semi. Well, every Terminator movie was kind of rebooted. Aside from one and two, the only two directly tied together. But three, well, Salvation and Genesis have all been kind of. That's when you deal with time traveling, I guess. Well, I guess this is more closer to one and two than it is the rest of them. Okay. But, um, so, so basically my understanding is, yeah, apparently they, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to find where they talk about it. But I guess Alamo has 15 – had 15 theaters that were doing this. Around the country? Around the country. Huh. Um, here it is. Alamo Draft House has orchestrated the event at 15 theaters, complete with an introduction by Linda Hamilton huh. and Earl Schwarzenegger. So, yeah. So apparently if you went to go see – if you figured, oh, I'll go see Judgment Day just to see it again – at Alamo Theater, surprise, you you got that. Yeah, what was it in those ninety? It was two thousand seven, I think it was. Believe like or one of it. I mean, it was it was the anniversary or something. Mm-hmm. And they were doing like screenings because Cameron had put it out in three D, and I'm like, nope, I'm not watching it in three D. But yeah, it's but it'll have the extra footage put in where like the scene in the garage where they take Arnold's chip out and Lynn then. Sarah almost smashes it with a hammer, and John's like, "No, we need him." So they put it, the chip back in, and he was like, "Everything all right?" And she's like, "Yeah." So that was the scene they. I think they could have left in, but they they took it out for some reason. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go see that, and then after that, um, is, is that this weekend? No, is that's that a week. Up? That's a week from Friday. That's all the right. Friday after Halloween. Okay. Uh, then of course I got my fans' toys blur. Which was uh, just come out another third party item, and that thing's a pain in the butt to transform, but it looks good on the shelf, so I'm happy I got my 86 cast almost done here. And I did game on Saturday night. We played this old game from like 2001 called Enter Decker, and that sounds dirty. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the name of the. I guess look it up, but I guess it's it was a game of naval exploration where you go from like you search for islands. That and doesn't stuff. make it any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The Edgar Decker sailors of naval exploration. We're looking to find young seamen. Hello, oh my. hi yo. 
Hey, but uh, I I won by two points, yay! And oh. then of course I was like, well, I got time to kill next Saturday night because after, after my yay, fabulous, we're going sailing. Uh, so we had a little bit of time to kill after we finished the game, and so I like we wanted to like something uh, Halloween themed. So mm-hmm. we played this game, this card game called Dark Gothic, and that's fun okay. to do. It's like a deck building game. Okay. And the thing is, the card art is all photographs of just like cosplayers. But it's, some of the pictures are kind of corny, but it's oh, still God. a fun game. It's, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was good. So, yeah, I had, a, I had a good week. And Sunday was great. I did my running. We had beautiful weather Sunday. So mm-hmm. I went, like, like ran some errands, got a nice big pumpkin I'm going to carve next week because I love baking the pumpkin seeds in the oven. Num, 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 num. And, of course, the football games. Packers, yeah, we're Packers, good. Yeah. Packers won, Bears lost. It's another Colts Sunday. Win. Yeah, Colts win. Yeah, oh, good, good for the Colts. Colts win. Yeah. Uh, what else? I think that was it. Yeah, I, but I had a really good week. So when you carve the pumpkin, do you like put like the? Do you put like the little like light in there, or do you go overboard, or you just kind of carve it? I usually just make like a funny or scary face. Mm-hmm. One year, I think I did like a black cat. Uh, okay. pattern but usually it's just something boring just so i can just an excuse so i can gut it and get the seeds out and bake it but i do have like color changing led lights mm. so it looks pretty cool when i put those in i saw one that was pretty funny it was a pumpkin and it had uh it had the cut it had the cut out to make it look like Wiley coyote went through the pumpkin uh, yeah the outline like when he goes through like the rock or something when yep. he's trying to Catch that dang old ding-dong, ding-dong roadrunner. Yeah. That was pretty funny. There you go. Uh, I thought it was kind of clever. I was like, that's a little different. That's a little different. Yeah. But, there's uh, one that, like, did, uh, I saw there's all the fancy schmancy ones you can see online, you know, so, like, oh, man, it makes my work look like crap. But, um, well, good, I, good yeah, thing I, that's what I saw Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> those things, and I'm like, I'm like. Wow. I can okay. barely carve a face. <laughs> carve a face? I don't even think I could get that far. What are you talking about, man? There's, I mean, I'm usually stick figures and crap like that, you know? I'm, that's not happening. Um, so, yeah, I had a good week. It was good. So I'm looking forward to Oh, and I did this tonight, just before we went on the air, just before we started mm-hmm. recording, I bought my tickets for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. They went up uh, right about just about an hour ago, and I only had to wait like one minute, and only a few seats were taken out of the theater that I had selected. So I'm so not, I'm not there yet. Can oh, you'll that? be there. You'll be there. I'm, I'm gonna go, but I am not as excited about this. We know. I know. I know. I still haven't. When starting next month, I'm gonna start watching one of the Star Wars films a week. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Leading, like, just like I did. Are you going to do, like, the other thing? Okay. Leading up to Endgame, I watched all the Marvel films, so I'm going to mm-hmm. watch all the, the... I'm not going to do, like, Solo and Rogue One. I'm going to leave them out. Right, right. So I'm just going to do Episode 1 through 8, leading up to Rise of Skywalker. I just refuse to watch Episode 8 now. I've only seen it once in the theater, so... I saw it... Somebody, they had it on Netflix I was watching with a friend, and we made fun of it for, like... Two plus hours. Hmm. I mean, it was even worse the second time than the first time. Because <laughs> cause now I could really make fun of it. I mean, I mm-hmm. just, it's just like, 
there is nothing cool about the hyper speed, the the chase thing that they're doing that looks like something out the, of an I know OJ, the the, the OJ, OJ chase, the slow yeah, speed chase. Yeah. chase. I'm like, this is so dumb. It's just, I, anyway, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I was having a debate with somebody. And I was having a debate with somebody um, that they were like, oh. I'd much rather watch that than the first three movies. I'm like, uh, no, 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 no way. I don't think I could. No, that I can stomach as much as I'm Phantom Mass is boring as hell. And I still question why you need it. Um, I would much rather race, watch. Man. Yeah, that's about it. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's pretty much the centerpiece of the film. Well, that gun, that fight with the Gungans with the with the droids is pretty cool too. Uh, yeah, I guess it's all right. That's all right. That that's not bad. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's that it's kind of one of those movies where it's like, was what what was the? I think the thought process was to give primer, and it's like, no, you should have done this differently. You could have done the, and now he's older. You know, well, we kind of did that. That's how we got an episode two. Right. But you could have done that in episode one. Then there's the cartoons. I've seen the, there's a cartoon yeah. on YouTube that makes fun of Hayden Christian's acting. That guy. Gets he must stand trial. Well, anyway, so, you know, Star Wars, he, he got is, torched and they felt bad for the guy who played. What's his name? Jar Jar. Because I have heard stories now that that guy almost committed suicide. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he's still well welcomed at the at the Star Wars shows, the conventions. I think now he is. Yeah. I think because now the younger people who grew up on that, they still they still adore it. Like well, he got so I much think... backlash. Everyone hated him in in Episode One. Not everyone, but I mean, Jar Jar was that was the the character that was gonna be like the next R two D two. I mean, everyone that's that they propped him up, Jar Jar Binks, to be the. And even like people, I've watched interviews from people who work at Hasbro saying, "Yeah, we made a lot of Jar Jar Binks toys, and yeah, they didn't sell." Yeah, well, I guess um, I guess some people have started seeing The Mandalorian, and they said it's it's been pretty good. Uh, okay. I guess that's going to come out quickly on on Disney Plus. I have, from what I'm understanding, yep. I, I don't know all. That's, that's the one thing about Disney Plus that I'm not. It's coming confused. in a month. Right. And the one thing that I'm like kind of sitting there, it's like, look, unless you've got new programming that's going to be on right away, I don't feel the need to buy it this month. You'd think they'd have had a new show ready at launch day. Well, it sounds like it's going to be The Mandalorian, but I, they're not the way they're, they're, I saw an advertisement and it's like they're being coy about it. And it's like, I think maybe they're just going to wait until like a week before it drops and then be like, guess what's going to be on Disney Plus the day it comes out. That's the other question. Do you think we're getting – do you think that they're going to space out the Oh, yeah. Episodes? They're going to do weekly drops. Oh, yeah. And, I did, and I, I, I did see four episodes of season two of Titans. Oh, uh, okay. We, we can talk about that for a second. Actually, if we're going to talk about that, then we can get to there's, – there, there's been some interesting stuff so far with the, D, with the, the CWDC shows. Okay. Um, but we can we can start with Titans because I'll be honest, I still haven't seen season one. Um, one of these days I'll get around to it. 
Um, now, season two, I can tell it's it's gotten tighter. The actors are coming into their own, and especially the actress who plays Raven. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, you know, the whole season one was this build-up to... Uh, was all about pretty much mostly about Raven and this build up mm-hmm. to coming to the big baddie of Trigon. Mm-hmm. And the first episode, he's kind of semi dispatched, but we don't, we're not sure of that yet. Now there's, they focused like immediately on Dr. Light and Deathstroke, which is mm-hmm. what they're focusing on the la- the last, the next three episodes, which I've watched. But I think they're on episode, I think we're on episode seven now, I think. They've dropping weekly on DC Universe, but but I'm still liking it, still digging it. So well, I mean, the only thing I've heard that's interesting is is apparently this will be the season where Dick Grayson goes from Robin to Nightwing. Yeah, he's not Nightwing yet. I mean, right? Because Jason Todd's run around as as new Robin, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but my understanding is is that they even have pictures of him in the Nightwing outfit. Okay. So. Good. So, and then there's something else about, there's something else about, I guess, they're doing a very similar thing to the Jason Todd thing. Yeah, because that was 30 years ago when the fans voted to kill Jason Todd in the comics. Well, apparently, now they did something in Titans where apparently you have to go vote and call. Yeah, he's, uh, as of as spoilers for season two of Titans, if anyone wants to fast forward like a minute or two. Um, as of episode four of season two of Titans, Jason Todd's been captured and probably being used to goad the Titans and kind of divide and conquer kind of thing. So mm-hmm. he might be dead. He might not. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting because when I ever get to see season two, because when I think about Deathstroke, I think about what's his name, the guy who played him on Arrow. Hmm. And that's not who they're using. No. And we do so, see his daughter. I forget what her... I think her name Rose. is Ravager? Rose. Rose, yeah. Rose. Yeah. So anyway... Well, yeah. She's, yeah, technically she's the Ravager. But yeah, that's Rose. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's still good. Um, Starfire's coming into her own a little bit more. We've gotten more depth than that not so much with beast boy i don't know they don't know what to do with him because his animal changing special effects cost so much money yep that they can't do it every episode so even like and they had him in season two briefly as a snake and and that was it and he just changed back i mean they they can't afford to do that on this kind of budget for a show but oh well so well, stay tuned. We'll get more episodes in in a couple weeks' time or whatever. See that to, that to me is kind of interesting all by itself because it's like, you know, if if you knew you were going to have that kind of trouble, maybe that didn't make a lot of sense. Maybe you should have picked somebody else. Um, but they really wanted to do Titans, and they really wanted to do pretty much the original cast. Um, yeah, and we're know. still getting more of Hawk and Dove and. Donna and a yeah. flashback with a guy who played Aqualad, a cheat like a poor man's Brad Pitt mm-hmm. who played Aqualad in a flashback episode. Right, and I think they're going to bring some of those characters in. Right. I think the most interesting part to me is they have not thought in any way shape or form about bringing in about bringing in Wally West. 
Um, and I, I or a is, uh, kid flash or whatever. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. They're, or some sort of flash. Right. Some speedster. Character. Right. Right. They haven't done that at all. I'm assuming no. some of that has to do with the CW stuff. But I think some of that's starting to blur because I don't know. I'm 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 very now that CW has a Batwoman show. Um, I'm very curious to see um what they're gonna let them use and what they're not. Um, episode three, and I wasn't aware of this. I guess this is something I was aware of, but episode three for. Um, for Batwoman included the included Tommy Tommy Elliot, which means that we're talking about Hush, uh, which is probably one of the bigger Batman storylines in the last twenty years. I mean, that's the big Jim Lee Jim Lee Jeff Loeb storyline from a while back, and they kind of hinted that the Riddler's around. Um, you know, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what characters they're allowed to play with. Um, yeah, and we did get some cast additions to the um, Robert Pattinson, the Batman. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. See, it's interesting because some of these, you know, they get very territorial on some of the stuff about who can use what. And, you know, it's on, to me what I find frustrating about Titans is, is that means that we won't get Dick Grayson on a Batwoman show. And it probably also means we're not going to get Jason Todd. Um, and they've already said that Robin exists or there was a Robin, but they haven't talked about what or how or what happened to him or where he went. But to me, that means that if you're going to talk about Robin, there's only one or two, there's only a couple of choices left that you can go with. Um, if you wanted to bring in Robin, um, but um, yeah, I, I unlike some people, I've I've been okay with the the Batwoman show. It's a it, it's a little clunky. Have you watched episodes one and two, or just one? Uh, and three. Oh, you oh, there's three now. Okay, right. That's why I said Tommy Elliot was last night, and Tommy Elliot is Hush. Okay. Um, and I was kind of surprised to see Tommy Elliot on a Batwoman show because I was like, wow, that's uh, that's that's a major cast move. Um, that apparently they're bringing him in as a villain and he's going to be around. So, and then I saw for, I saw in the previews, they're bringing in Magpie, who isn't a major villain, but she is a Batman villain. Um, like I said, I'm curious to see who they get access to and who they don't. Um, <laughs> the first episode of Arrow happened last week. It was, if you don't, if you're not well aware of DC stuff or you haven't been watching the shows, you could get lost real fast. At the same time, was really pretty good, uh, and they pretty much destroyed Earth too in that episode. Um, so the crisis stuff is starting already a little bit, um, and Flash is having some crisis stuff already as well, mm. um, or they're building towards it. So we'll see. Um, so there's that. And then they cast somebody to play the Spectre, which is surprising because I thought they were going to have Stephen Armel play him. But they casted somebody for that. So, But, yeah, I think uh, I'm still I'm still watching Black Lightning, but I'm not I'm not feeling it, really. I, I'm just not. Um, you said you're not watching Flash? Or you said I am watching Flash. Okay. Flash is, 
Flash has been okay. Flash has been the usual Flash thing. Um, you know, there were certain things that, you know, they kind of worked more towards the crisis storyline in this particular show. But I think that'll get dropped for a little while. I think it's mostly going to be what you're going to see in Arrow. Um, because that seems to be a direction they're moving in Arrow. But, um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess there's some casting in the Batman movie besides, I guess Jonah Hill's not in it. And I don't remember who the other guy is that they did. Yeah, somebody's, yeah, who they picked somebody to play the Riddler and uh, they have another actress who's going to be Catwoman. I'm I'm okay with both. We'll see what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to scroll through. You know, the funny part is, is like the week goes by and you're like, okay, what happened this week? Um, Or what things do we need to talk about? Oh, duh. Um, That's what I make notes for. Yeah, so I guess Kevin Feige is in charge of Marvel entirely. He's the king of Marvel. Not, not just the movies anymore. Well, it's, yeah, because we know all the Disney Plus shows with Marvel are going to be all tied to the MCU. Right, but even the comics now. Oh, boy. So he's in charge of that, too. Oof. Um, but my understanding is he'll still probably demur to to the people who do the comics for the most part but now he's going to be roped in with he's going to be looped in with that too if Mm. anything the the interesting part to me is with what's going on with tv it begs the question to me about what's going to happen happen to jeff Loeb, who has been with um who's been with marvel for a while now and was their tv guy and as I mentioned, Jeff Loeb has, is Jeff Loeb's an amazing writer. He's been an amazing comic writer. He's written some of the best comics for a long time. And not to mention that he's been involved in he was involved in Heroes. He was involved with Lost. He was involved with Smallville. Uh, and he's been running Marvel TV for a long time. So I'm curious. I like I like Loeb. He's you know, his material's always been good. Uh, I will admit that I have not liked, I did not like the Marvel Netflix stuff. I have now, not liked. Now, is Marvel Netflix, that's going to be, is that's that going to, yeah, I know it's done. They're not going to make any more of that, but is that going to stay on Netflix? I don't know how that works. I presume it's Netflix's. I mean, it's theirs. I guess. I have no idea. All I know is, is that they can't, Marvel can't use those characters for a two-year period from from that point. And I'm curious to see how that's going to work eventually, but yeah, he, Mm. some of the live action stuff, Jeff has not been very good with. And, and, you know, I haven't, I wasn't thrilled with cloak and dagger. Uh, unlike a lot of other people, I wasn't really thrilled with the Marvel product on, on Netflix. Um, I didn't find it to be all that great. Um, shield is, you know, Peggy Carter didn't make it very far. Um, Inhumans was a bust. S.H.I.E.L.D. has made it a while, but S.H.I.E.L.D. is practically on like a Friday night now. And it's almost done. They're at the end. So, I mean, I, the only thing I can think of that's worked out in, in his favor have been the cartoons. Mm. You know, and maybe Runaways. I have no idea. And I have no idea if Runaways is sticking around or not. But a lot of the TV, 
a lot of the live action TV that he's created has not has not had the impact that the movies have. So, but I don't know how much of that has been politics too. But I I hope he doesn't. Uh, like I said, I I hope I hope he that doesn't mean the end for him. But you know, I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of curious. Like I said, mm. if I if I was Marvel, that's not somebody I would want to let go either. Um, especially because I'll be honest, in this day and age, he could walk across the street to DC right now, and they'd probably love to have him. Hmm. If they were smart, but then again, War, well, War hasn't been smart well, maybe lately for a Kevin while. Maybe Feige will give him like a deputy badge or something. <laughs> Pro- if he's smart, he would. Yeah. Um. Lo- I mean, Loeb gets it, so I think that that's. If he's smart, he'll use his resources. Right. Yeah, yeah that's that's that that to me is kind of where they're at. And then I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, Netflix is going to have Bone animated. Are you going to go? Are you going to go see Joker at any time? Yeah, it's probably going to be. In a, it's probably going to be. Af, it's probably going to be in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's still. Well, it it didn't. Zombieland didn't beat it, but Maleficent got number one in, in the box office last did week. it really yeah <clears throat> but joker was like maleficent Mal- 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 got <laughs> yeah. 37 million about and then joker got 30 million and then zombie land got like 20 almost 27 i gotta be honest that's kind of surprising yeah it's joker has this much staying power as such lo- this much longevity people must be going to see it Right. Multiple times. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> well, I think there's still some people, too, who haven't gotten to it like or me. Like, or like, hey, let's find out what this is about. Right. I think there's people like me who haven't gotten to it yet, either. And this, in fairness, we've talked about this before, that normally this is the time of year where there's not a lot out. No. But I am surprised, because I'm curious what reaction is on how well is on the numbers that Zombieland pulled, because... That scene, I I would have thought Zombieland, with the amount of ads that I'm seeing all over the place on Zombieland, or at least on my Facebook feed, I was like, this thing's probably gonna. Well, it'll know. make the studio money because it wasn't didn't cost much to make, but it has that cult following, and it's Halloween time, so people are gonna see go a funny, scary movie. But eh. right, and and that's why I was. I think that's why I was a little shocked. Is I expected because it was you know, kind of a Halloween type movie. Yeah. And it's, the thing is the zombie thing. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the zombie genre is kind of winded down. I think it's like, I think it's, it stars fading, I think. And although it's this <laughs> movie, the, the, the original film is still kind of a, what they call a cult classic, but right. Yeah. But no. I was thinking, uh, zombie land would have done better, but yeah. yeah. More people, I guess, are interested in Maleficent than I ever thought it was. I, I wouldn't think that's a... Is that more of a kid's movie? I wouldn't have thought it would be. I don't think that's really something I'd take by... Well, who knows? It's rated PG. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they were. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, it made $150 million, most of it through foreign box office. Okay. But only made $36 million. Well, it's, maybe that's that's not including today or whatever. But the, the weekend it did pretty good, and then like a hundred like a hundred twenty million overseas. So okay, then I'm sure it'll be. 
I'm like sure I said, and it's Halloween time, so. And she's the scary villain, but not kind of the villain. Yeah, I yeah I. I don't know. I'm, I I wasn't. I don't. I don't think I saw Maleficent one. I wasn't really looking for Maleficent two. But I'm not the right audience for that either. No, so. no, not my not no. I beg. Right. Neither of us are. So you're gonna. You didn't sign up for the big twenty seven hour Star Wars thing, did you? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Oh my god! If you're gonna do something like that, you might need like a catheter. No, I'm doing one. Yeah, get borrow Kathy from Ivan. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> Kathy catheter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Not one for I think there are people who are doing that with the Marvel films leading up to Endgame. Right. Yeah, but at least that that there, well, there's no way you could do that in one day, right? No. You well, unless you you know if you you there are people who are able to stay up. I think that's part of your, your Navy SEAL training. They got to stay up and watch <laughs> all the Star Wars movies. Maybe. You know the funny part is, considering the fact that I can't really stand Episode Eight. And I could do without episode one. I might be able to make it work. Most people would say you could do without episode two. Yeah, I like episode two. But not one. Interesting. I don't like one, but I like episode two, and I'm okay with episode three. Um, obviously, I want to see four, five, six, for obvious reasons. Um, and I love seven. Yeah, I liked seven, but I, yeah. I could totally, my thought process is this. Skip one, so you sleep a little longer, so you get the first two, three hours, then show up for the then ones you want to Then you get, then you get two watch. and three, and then two, Solo, three. and then Rogue One. No, I don't think they're doing those. Oh, okay, you're just doing the eight. I think they're just okay. doing the, the eight okay. movies. They're I leaving think what the they're two, doing is... The one-offs off. Okay. Right, they're doing... What I think they're doing is they're doing all the eight movies and then going into the ninth movie. Right. Because this only, is the Skywalker tale. Right. I think the only other thing I, I kind of... To me, here's the other reason why it's it's not a, as appealing. Okay, so you bought the ticket. You're there for 27 hours. <laughs> which is... Yeah, that's the first part. <laughs> the second part is... You're also stuck buying their food. And that's expensive. That's kind of expensive. Yeah, it is. That's that actually, you know, it's it's expensive enough for one show. Now imagine you got you're seeing nine. Um, it, it would work if you sat there and said, okay, this includes food, like food and and, and beverage refills. If you know what I mean. Hmm. Maybe then. Otherwise, I'm like, mm, I could do this at home and eat. My own food. And yeah, and go to the fridge instead of yeah. paying. I know. I and hit you. pause. Exactly. Go to the bathroom. Right. Well, you know, obviously you've seen these before. You you know which scenes you can get up and leave momentarily. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's the nice part about those movies. Is like, Well, I mean, I kind of laugh because the reason I'm mentioning the way I'm mentioning it is, okay, if I don't like episode eight, it's like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going out to my car. I'm going to take a nap. Right. And then I'll be re- I should be ready to go for the last movie. But I'm still not going to do this. This costs too much money. And I'm not paying that much money for food. Um, that and um, 
trying to think of anything else. No, um, I wouldn't do the 27-hour uh, binge watch before. Yeah. That's that's torture. Mm-mm. Like I said, one a week for me leading up to episode nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more... Yeah, I, I'd be more inclined to that than the other way. Boy, you know, that's gonna, it's funny. That's going to be more difficult than I remembered if I wanted to do that now. Because Disney Plus, they moved everything to Disney Plus. So it's not like you're going to be able to, like, okay, I can go grab this off of, like, on-demand and crap like that. Or Yeah, I figure I'll just have to get, like, a gift card from Google Play or something. It'll have some some format that'll have the Star Wars films before mm-hmm. leading up to uh, nine. <clears throat> yeah, I, I saw something from J.J. Abrams who was talking about, about oh, you know, the I'm making sure that there's going to be a satisfying error. It's like, you better. <laughs> I, I think after, after Jedi, it's like, you better. You better figure this out. Well, it's not like... Ryan Johnson's doors getting knocked down either for for offers or jobs, but he's still going to have work. No, I think he's doing. I think they still have. He, Ryan Johnson's where, doing the next trilogy, right? Well, I don't think it's the next one, but they do have him doing one. Yeah, but I don't know anything about it. And um, well, and then there was that rumor that Kevin Feige wants to do one. Or that that's part of an agreement that Feige is going to possibly do a Star Wars, a set of Star Wars movies. No, just give us Marvel. Let him leave. Let him. He needs to work on Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, I, I like I said, we've talked about this before. Uh, I'm curious. You know, the Black Widow movie. I think will do okay because people know who Black Widow is now. But some of the choices they're making. For the next few movies, with these third tier characters, with some of these third tier characters, origin films, like uh, and the Eternals and Shang Chi, most people be like, "Who? What? Huh?" Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's not like, and the weird part is, it's. I mean, I think the Eternals have a comic, but I don't know that Shang Chi does. He's gonna have his own soon. <laughs> better. They want to sell some books uh, before yeah. and leading up to this film. Yeah, seriously, I would think that you better start figuring out a way to get him involved. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, I, I uh, it's funny. I had stuff for Ivan this week, but he's not here because um, as yep. usual, the hall, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their nominees. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I have to remember to talk about that. Put a, that and put there a, was something about Guns and Roses now being the most. Down most watched YouTube song of the or something. I I'd have to find it again. It's not the most, but it's just recently the official video for the song uh, just officially hit one billion views. Is that what it is? I think that's what it was. Yeah, I just want to watch Ivan explode about the Hall of Fame again. He yeah, he really doesn't like it. <laughs> no, he In case doesn't you like it. Don't at all. No, yeah. He doesn't like it at all. It's, and, and you, you know whoever he wanted didn't get picked. Yeah. You know that that happened. So. Well, he knows what 
it, it, it's a business. It's like anything else. It's a money generator. Yeah, but Ivan gets mad about that yeah. stuff. Yes, That's he does. the part I laugh about is it's like it's a business. It's like Yeah, he, man. I'm gonna make my own rock and roll hall of fame. You should. With blackjack be, and hookers. And and, and cockroaches. Oof. Well, where else is he gonna make it? In a van down by the river? That's right. Yeah, and then I, there was an article in the New York Times about uh, Bendis is going to reveal Superman's identity, and I guess this is more it's going to be more than just a tease um, in the comics. Okay, I'm. They got to do something. They keep got to keep that fresh. And uh, and uh, I guess, and I'm seeing more stuff about. I'm seeing more stuff about this five G thing. Um. For that they're talking about it, and I, uh, I don't know. The new Fifty Two is pretty much done, right? Oh, that's been done. Yeah, it's for been a while. done. So now we're doing. Well, we're still in rebirth. They're kind of in the rebirth thing, and now, and that's weird too because Jeff Johns was supposed to be more involved with it, and then. And I was reading the Batman Monthly for a while, leading up to and just past the, the the Catwoman wedding. Yeah, and then that's moving to an entirely different book. I guess there's going to be a Batman Catwoman book from that Tom King's going to be on. So I I and I, how do I say this? No, I can't. I I got I got to keep my mouth shut. There okay. sometimes I hear things that I'm not supposed to talk about yet. Let's just say I'm not thrilled with the reason they moved Tom King off of off of the Batman book. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not thrilled at all. And and that's the best way I can put it. I guess uh, the answer, as far as the answers that I've heard are, are really yeah. not good. And speaking of Batman, yeah, uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot pretty much made a lot. They, they made a lot of references to BVS. Did they? Yeah. Good or bad? Well, probably bad, right? Well, just tongue-in-cheek. It wasn't like yeah. passionate, but... But they were just, yeah, that's that's pretty much what they're they're aping. Oh, apparently there's a list out of the top 100 singers from Rolling Stone of all time. We totally oh, well, we got to save this for Ivan next week. I, I, yeah, I'll put it on our page. But apparently this is, this, I'm positive this will get Ivan's goat too. Excellent. I, I should be like that. It's just, he explodes about music. And I, and I love him for that. I really do. Um, who do you, out of curiosity, who do you think would be number one? This day and age? Well, it's all time. All time. All Freddie time. Mercury. No, Maybe Frank Sinatra. Hold on. Freddie Mercury is at 18. In the top, well, he's in the top 20. I'm looking for Frank Sinatra. Hold on. Um, I think this is rock. Okay, it's not. But I could just, be. I could be. But it's ro- singers. No, no, wait, a ro- wait a minute. No, because I see Etta James on this list. So yeah, it's, it's definitely contemporary not rock. songs. It's not rock. So Sinatra. If I'm looking at this right now, in fairness, I'm just screw. I'm. I'm screw. I'm. You You're know, perusing. You're perusing scrolling quickly. Yeah. So I. I have not seen Frank Sinatra in the first column. Uh, I do not see. I do not see him in the second column. Uh, maybe, I don't know, Whitney Houston? For the top spot? No. 
I'm just I'm no I'm I'm probably not going to guess the top the number one. But like I said, we'll uh, save this for Ivan. We got to get his goat next week. Well, no, just so so I just because we we've teased people here. Here's the top five, and I gotta be honest with you, the top five ain't that bad. Um, top five, we'll go five to one. John Lennon, Sam Cooke, Elvis Presley. Yep, Presley. Ray, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Aretha Franklin. Okay. Aretha Franklin at one is a little surprising. I'm not mad at this list. I'm not either. No. I'm not mad at that top five. Especially when number six is Marvin Gaye and number seven is Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. The first name that makes me question is Otis Redding is at eight. Mm. But okay. Stevie, Bra- Stevie Wonder and James Brown are nine and ten. I can't. Okay. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. There's a part of me where I'm like, Freddie Mercury could, might, might, should be, might be higher. But I'm looking at some of the names ahead of Freddie Mercury and I'm going... Yeah, I'm not it's sure like, I can put him ahead like, of those names. Ray is known well. There's some of these artists that are known for their right. musical talent, not as 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 well as their singing talent. Not to say that right. one is better than the other. Right. Well, and, and that might be a good point about Ray Charles. Yeah. Um, I almost, I'm almost might say that about Elvis Presley. Um, like for example, I'm kind of looking at this here. Uh, Johnny Cash is at 21, and there's a part of me where I'm like, I feel that's too low. Yeah. I feel I that's too low. I agree with you that. I don't know where I'd put him, but I don't I'd, think I'd, I'd put him. I'd have Freddie higher. That's yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the thing about these. But I mean, like, okay, so here's who's in. Here's a who's here. Here's who's ahead of, of Freddie Mercury from 10 to where he's at at 18. Okay? 10 is James Brown, 11 is Paul McCarthy. 12 is Little Richard, 13 is Roy Orbison, 14 is Al Green, 15 is Robert Plant, 16 is Mick Jagger, 17 is Tina Turner. Mick like, Jagger's a better singer than Freddie Mercury? I can't. I could see the argument. I could see it. I mean, I, I, it's the part where it's like, it's the part where it's like, my reaction is, no way. It, you know, it's, it's, so far I'm looking at the names and none of them I'm sitting there going... No freaking way. The only name I'm seeing in the top 20 and the top 20 that I'm sitting there going, no freaking way is Otis Redding. If you equate their songwriting talent with their singing, I mean, just saying this is a singer Mm -hmm. and he's one of the greatest of all time. But then there's range and then there's feeling. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we'll talk about it. with Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we should get to the conversation that we can have that Ivan won't want to have anyway. So we, we've been kind of boating, showboating around it, which it feels like now every freaking week we're having this conversation now. It's like every time I turn around, we, there's somebody else who's decided now's the time that they're going to bash like superhero movies. And big ticket movies. You know, last week it's Scorsese. Now it's Coppola. Um, yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I know. I I I shared a a a, a, a satirical article on my 
on my wall about how the ghost of Orson Welles has risen from the grave to say yeah. he doesn't like Marvel movies. It's like, you know, you don't, you can like both. You don't have to bash one to like the other. So here's, here's the problem I'm running into. The problem I'm running into is if they would stop bashing the Marvel movies, if they would stop talking about it from that perspective and start talking about what they really are trying to say, um, I, I, I would be, that would be more interesting because I think what they're really trying to say is something we talked about before on this show, which is, all right, where do the movies go that aren't these big pole tent, you know, big pole tent right. pieces? Billion that, dollar blockbusters are right. taking three, uh, three theaters in the multiplex. Right. So, so like, and it's funny, I put it on my page today where I was talking about it. I was like, would, would a movie like Harry Met Sally exist in a movie theater today? I don't know. I don't know if that could happen today in today's movie theater. And if that if 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 major studios would put something like that out, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean like can like a Jennifer Aniston rom com fill a theater maybe in February, maybe around Valentine's Day, I guess, because that's the weekend you gotta take your girlfriend because she wants to watch the, these these funny films. Then uh-huh. I well that, uh, yeah, but the fact that and, and, that for that these this genre of film, let's mm-hmm. put aside the fact that it it's it's very successful right now, mm-hmm. but but the fact that this movie genre has spent decades pretty much in obscurity, pretty much being yep. like there's the there was the kiddie table, yeah. There's the adult table where the Godfather and and Kramer versus Kramer were at, mm-hmm. and meanwhile we are in the back corner. We were in the kid t- kitty table in the corner, where uh-huh. we oh we had Christopher Reeve Superman oh okay that was good it was a fluke, and then we got these other ones and it's built up to it, and uh-huh. then there was a dark time you know with George Clooney and the bat nipples we don't talk about that so we got I like bat nipples <laughs> not those Mar- bat so nipples, Disney but I and like Marvel got their shit together and they've created this grand arc of this story of these these. These these superheroes that have come together to fight evil, and the fact that you don't, we didn't, and although on their way up, we didn't have other, we didn't have the Marvel movies. They weren't diminishing other genres on their way up, but mm-hmm. now that they're sitting high on the mountain, all the Coppolas and the Scorseses, they're pointing and and thumbing their nose at us. So here's here's delegitimizing us. So here's what I find interesting. What I find interesting is that it's always aimed at the superhero movies and not you, but you never heard this stuff about star Wars or star Trek or stuff like that. You're starting to hear a little bit about it, but even in the comments that are being made by these guys or by a Jennifer Anderson or a Jodie Foster, is it's never aimed at Star Wars or stuff like that. Why? And I think I know why. Because they're all friendly with George Lucas. And they're all friendly with Steven Spielberg. And because those guys... Because because those guys, they don't want to piss off. Right. Okay. It's all part of the club, too. I mean, right. like the old saying you know. goes, some people never leave high school. 
And the fact that they're buddies with Spielberg and Lucas is why they're leaving that alone. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is that, you know, look, let's 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 think about this for a perspective. For a long time, Steven Spielberg wasn't part of their little club either. I mean, I still remember that, you know, back in the day when in 82, when when Steven Spielberg did did E.T. And I still remember that that political cartoon where it's Gandhi holding an Oscar and E.T. sitting on a whole pile of money. (laughs) <laughs> okay, because even to this day, if someone sat there and said in 1982, what was best picture? And you looked at what the pictures were, someone would sit there and go, what do you mean E.T. didn't win? <laughs> but that was the most popular. That's the thing right. too. Well, and in fairness, E.T. probably, sh- you know, but, but again, why did it not win? Because, oh, because it was the science fiction. It's this and it's that. It was the and, fantasy and, yeah, comic book tale. Right, right. It was that kind of thing. And and even there were a couple. Wait, I'm trying to remember what else did Steven Spielberg did that they they kept on snubbing stuff for a while, and it was only after Schindler's List that right. suddenly it was okay. He's legit, right? He's legit. You don't hear them complaining about how many more Jurassic World movies there are. No, well that you know, kind of and it's, that's making money hand over fist. Right. Especially overseas now. Right. And, and you don't hear anybody. You don't hear. I mean, they didn't say anything specifically about their buddy, George Lucas, who made billions of dollars selling the Star Wars franchise and is still making money on that. Oh, yeah. OK. You don't hear them saying anything about that. OK. Um, but they immediately go after the superhero movies. But they're in Marvel it, in particular. Well, right. Because well, Marvel's been more successful than the others. And and there's a part of me where I keep laughing. And one of the reasons I keep laughing is one of the reasons we're hearing some of these things is, okay. I'm Jennifer Aniston and I'd like to work in movies. Well, okay, guess what? We're not making the type of movies that Jennifer Aniston makes. So she'll have to just make her money just posing on magazine covers. Or guess what? You need to go back to TV or here's an idea. You've made a lot of money or you have streaming services, which is what she did. She's I can't remember what show she's doing for a streaming service right now where she ended up doing that. Just like Scorsese. Scorsese's mad because then none of them would do The Irishman. And now it's only going to be a limited run in theaters, but it's going to pretty much be on Netflix. And there's still confusion because the Joker movie was supposed to be Scorsese. Not Todd Phillips. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was, oh, it's Todd Phillips. And I'm like, what happened? To... A lot of people are like, what happened to Scorsese? I thought Scorsese was involved in this movie. And I think that's another reason why Scorsese's not is making comments. He's got a, you know, a little uh, is it, chip right. on his shoulder. Right. And just like I'm sure Jodie Foster had movies that she wanted to make that big move, that big that big that big studios were sitting there going, yeah, you know, right now we're making these movies that make a shitload of money. And 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 I I agree with them on part of it, which is some of what Coppola says has a point, which is all right about what happens to the quote unquote cinema, as in the arts and the art of making the great move of some of these movies that are out there. And I kind of I see his point. At the same time, there are more places now more than ever. Yeah. for those movies to get 
to get to, to get, get exposure. opportunities. Yeah, and and, and in this it doesn't have age, to be in an in a century old cinema theater, right? Right, it can exactly. be everywhere. Right, you know, I, I mean, people like, well, my movie's not meant to be watched on a tablet or a phone. Right. Well, and that's okay. Have you seen people's TV? My favorite is, have they seen people's TVs? They're huge. Yeah. They're good quality. You see people clamoring for 60-inch TVs uh, in about a month from now. Yeah. At the store. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and that's that's why I kind of like, you know, are are there still people? Now, if you're going to sit there and say that there are people of certain income brackets, they're not going to have an opportunity to see your movie because they can't go to the movie theater. My first reaction is you have, my first reaction is, okay, you have a point. My second reaction is, um, in this day and age, a family of a family with kids Going to the movies is expensive. Yeah. Especially if the kids want popcorn and, and drinks. Yeah, absolutely. And you got, you know. And I when you buy this great me. big television and you're paying for internet and data yeah. and you just pay for 10 bucks a month for your favorite streaming service, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Or, or there you go. You don't even need streaming service. It's not even 10 if you think about it because if you're buying Disney Plus, which you probably are for your kids. Yep. Boom. Seven bucks a month. All good. I'm good with this. Oh, and I get the Marvel movies, and I get this, and I get that. Okay. That works. Uh, it, but the it, fact it, that, that that let these... So it's like it's like if they make... In the 70s, if they were making funny westerns. Right. Look at how many westerns there were. I know. Riding that train. Well, that's why, that's why the other part that I find hysterical about all this is it's like... You know, once upon a time, there was a period where everybody made a western. That westerns, every other movie was a western, okay, you know, and and you don't hear people come. I mean, well, actually, I take it back. As a kid, I was like, how many freaking westerns did they make? Yeah, I remember doing that. I just like, I kind of laugh. It's like, oh, Scorsese is complaining about his movie. You mean, how many more freaking mafia (laughs) movies you gonna make? Can't you make something else? Is every the human condition and the human drama bullshit? This is another mafia movie. Shut up human condition human condition because they put bullets in your head and they sent out so stupid so let the I think Endgame has you think that the we may not get a Marvel movie that'll come close to getting as being as big as Avengers Endgame right in a very long time although Joker's doing very well but it's not going to get like end. It's not going to be that. No. It's not going to be that. No. It, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. For us to get a movie like that again. Because um, now we've uh, hit saturation and we're doing like two, three year. It's not even saturation. You built to that. Yeah. You built to that. I mean, what people forget is you built to you built. You, people forget to get to end game. Yeah, end game was not made in a vacuum. Right, and it was made vacuum. It was a result of twenty other movies that came before it. And you did, and what people forget is one of the reasons why there was so much anticipation for Endgame is because Infinity War is an amazing movie. Yeah, with an ending where you're sitting there going, "What?" And I gotta wait a year? Are you kidding me? You all suck. <laughs> I hate you. I gotta wait. I mean, that's what the problem. Well, that's, we were old enough why. to know, like, when we had Empire. You and I were old enough to when Empire Strikes Back came out, 
and the bad guys lost at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And we had to wait three years for Jedi. Mm-hmm. Now, young does young did young Jeff Stein like Return of the Jedi? Yeah, when it first came out, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Return of the Jedi is still. I always laugh because people for a long time would sit there and say to me, "Oh, my favorite is is Empire Strikes Back," and I'm like, I kind of like Return of the Jedi better. My favorite is New Hope. I I could go. I could see that. There, there is because I was other... six. Sure, uh, just six year old me. Sure, just absolutely. loving it. Absolutely, I think I was six or seven when I saw New Hope for the first time. Yeah, and I went, Whoa. Yeah, I was six in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But like I said, I, I, I get it. At, at the same time, I, I did but yeah, like... I understand. Like, why isn't I know I, I know why people say Empire is their favorite film because it was mm-hmm. a great story, right? And the bad guys won at the end, pretty much. Well, and there's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts to Empire. Yeah, it's true. very interesting. Empire and Infinity War are very similar in what they look and how they move and what they do. If you look at them in terms of what they do, and it's funny because I do like Return of the Jedi far more than I like Endgame. But I gotta be honest, Infinity War. I love I Infinity War. If you if I if somebody sat there and said, "Well, I got Infinity War. Yeah, I want to watch that." Yeah, I do. That's an amazing movie. I, I that was two plus hours of where I was truly riveted. Um, and even though I knew, even though I knew that obviously they were they, these people were going to come back to life, there was a part of me where I was like, "You can't leave me here. What are you crazy?" What are you doing? No, 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 no. I mean, you knew, you knew, that, yeah. you knew something was going to yeah. happen, but then, like, and nobody imagined that's yeah. what they And Infinity War doesn't have the pacing problems that Endgame does. Oh, yeah. So oh, Infinity War is just solid. The pacing like, problems with Endgame are, are horrible. Yeah. But, you know, that's... One other thing on this Coppola thing. This is the part that I think is kind of funny. There is nothing that says... Coppola's got millions of dollars. Okay, Scorsese has made millions of dollars. But he also has an opinion. Well, let me take this a step further. You have... You want this stuff? There are movie theaters out there. Like, there are movie theaters here in the area that are more artsy-fartsy. Okay, like there's there's like the thir- there's certain theaters like the one in the Highland Park where they have certain types of movies, you know, you can you could take your own money, or you could work with some of the smaller companies and start making and ha- and be making movies. That what they're what they're really more annoyed about is that it's not in the big movie theaters anymore. That their stuff isn't going to be in the big movie theaters, and that the big studios are going to promote. Are gonna are looking to promote those kinds of movies, and that what they're really looking for is the paycheck. Oh yeah, that's what it's true. It's all about the money, right? It's all about the paycheck. It's not that they really want to make art; it's that they want them to pay you. They want to get paid to make for their art, art, for their their, version of what art is, for their version of art versus the fact that if they really wanted to make art, they could. I mean, that's the one thing I will give Spielberg all the credit in the world. I will give Spielberg all the credit in the world, which is, hey, you know what? I'm going to make my own. He got together with a couple guys and they made DreamWorks. 
And so he makes the movies he wants to make. I mean, you ever hear this stuff from Spielberg? You ever hear this stuff from Lucas? Lucas made Lucas, Lucas film. Lucas made some film movies, not many of them, but Lucas made some movies that were not that in were that not genre. In those genres, yeah. To, the the one, what was the one with the Tuskegee got, Airmen that he just recently did before they sold? Or um, there's the one that's based on the radio, that's based on the murder thing with the radio play. It's actually pretty good. I actually like that. Um, when I saw it, it's a well put together movie. I can see why people didn't like it, but I thought it was good. Um, and I can't remember the name for for the life of me. But you know, Lucas. You know, you don't hear that stuff about Lucas. Lucas could have made whatever movie he wants. Lucas could still make any movie he, he did, wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants with his $4 billion. Yeah, absolutely. If tomorrow George Lucas wanted to make more movies and he wanted to make a different type of movie, he could. And let People, me tell you something. And artists would be lining up at the door to work yeah. with him. Well, and it's funny because you talked about Kevin Smith earlier. There's a perfect example of what you're talking about, which is thinking about all the big, the big time actors and actresses who have done Kevin Smith movies that you would never imagine they would do a Kevin Smith movie. I mean, seriously. Yeah, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Ben both Affleck. Yeah, in uh, Reboot. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, so they were both back for that? That's yeah. funny. Um, but, I mean, think about some of the people over the years who he's had do cameos in some of those movies. Like, I'm thinking about, like, Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, he had James Vanderbeek. He had Jason Biggs. He had, what's her name? Shannon Elizabeth. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek has been in his movies. George Carlin. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I mean, Chris Rock. You know, Alas Morissette. Um, and, oh yeah, and uh, Chris Hemsworth did have a, a quick cameo mm-hmm. in Reboot as well. Didn't... Um, didn't Kevin Smith do not? He didn't do Geely, which is the one with Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer Lopez. But he did another movie with he Jennifer did Lopez. Jersey Girl, ben, right? With with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. So Jennifer Lopez. I mean, he he's, he did that one with uh, Bruce Willis. He doesn't like to talk about. Yeah, that yeah that one. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the the cop in half or something like that. I don't remember her name. Cop out. I think um, it was the name of it. I think. Oh, was that one? Which one it was? Okay. And he but yeah. with, didn't uh, Seth Rogen when uh, Zach and Mary make oh, a porno? Maybe. Was that maybe Seth Rogen? Did. I think so. Oh, maybe. well. But yeah, the but, fact but, yeah, that the, the, I mean, these these one time, they had their, their golden age back in the 70s and 80s. And now the, the landscape has changed currently. And I think it just comes off as sour grapes. Well, the thing that's funny is look at all the promotion that Netflix is doing for this Irishman movie. They're doing as much promotion for the Irishman as as any of the major studios would. They really are. I mean, the only thing is, is it's going to be a, it's going to be limited in theaters. Which I, I I applaud Netflix for at least doing that. But it was funny because I found like only one movie theater nearby that's going to have it, and it's not a good one. Um, How far away is it? Not far, but it's not. Was not in a good neighborhood? Well, no. It's at the Pickwick, which is an independent theater in Park Ridge. It's an older theater, but how can I say it? It's not like it has any of the amenities of the nicer theaters, if you know what I mean. What, no Um, reclining seats or whatever? Yeah, none of that stuff. It's an old school, back-in-the-day movie theater. 
you know. It opens next Friday, The Irishman. Um, yeah. Then it go. Then it it won't go open. It won't open until no no. It opens. Uh, was it Friday the twenty second? Uh, yeah. Just yeah. The only place is is the Pickwick Theater. It's thirty three miles from me. Right. It's right near me. It's right near me. But that theater's how can I say it's it's been around since I was a kid. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of that, dilapidated. Right. That's the best way to put it. Is okay. it's not exactly. You know. Needs an update. It needs some updating. Yeah. Uh, like I said, to me, that's that's why I was kind of like, eh. I think I'll wait till I, I have a buddy who's going who's gonna to get, who has Netflix, and I'll be like, yeah, let's watch. But I can't imagine there will be people who won't pick up Netflix to see it. I mean, I just don't buy that. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think that that's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. The only thing I will agree, I will admit is, you know, I, I just put something on, a, on the, our Facebook page a couple, a little while ago. Netflix is talking about trying to take out another $2 billion in credit for more content. But honestly, they're going to need it. There's a war coming. Yep. There's a big war coming. And all I can say is bravo to the writers and the creators of all this stuff, because I I saw something today where they're talking about the South Park library that they're talking about for about half a billion dollars to sell wow. to one of the streaming services. You know, I've watched, I've been on YouTube and I've watched some mm-hmm. of the cutscenes from that video game that the uh, South Park put out. Mm. Uh, the fractured but whole mm. is the video game they put out, where it pretty much makes fun of the superhero genre. Mm. Uh, when mm. you you play just an anonymous kid, we, we interact with pretty much. It's like it, it plays out like a whole season of South Park. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, half a billion dollars. And Trey and Matt, they don't have to do shit, but they keep making these. This may keep making it. Yeah, they keep making the show. In fact, last week's show they changed it because of the whole China controversy thing. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, where what was it? Um, Tally comes back to to randy marsh and says you know you need to stop working with china so you we can uh, we get back to work making weed you know and and selling it legit you know taking money from the chinese is not good so anyway but yeah they they finished that hour like that day that went out yeah they're they're, like matt and trey are still busting their balls putting out these shows yeah they don't have to well they're set for life they were set for life years ago but they keep yeah. doing it. But now they're going to be set for an entire... Right. Yeah. Uh, a that... very, very long time. So. Yikes. Yeah, so... Okay, so... We took a brief break. So, because the Star Wars trailer was actually being released in the middle while we were... Why do you release in the middle of Monday Night Football? Especially when it's like the Jets and the Patriots... Is the game even any good? I don't even. I don't even know what the score is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter between the Jets and the Patriots. It kind of doesn't. No, it really doesn't. No. Um, yeah. But the I only mean, score we're looking to get settled is between Ray and Kylo. Am I right? I guess. Um, you know, I, I there's a lot in between. I, did you catch all the voices? I'm not sure I did. 
Well, the narration in the background was was split between Carrie and Mark. Well, there was a couple other people too, because I know. Yeah, I and caught, of course, I caught Finn and I caught Poe and Palpatine, well. obviously. Right. The only thing that looked interesting was there. There seems to be a space battle going on, and in the middle of the space battle, they're running on the outside of a star destroyer. And I'm oh, trying man. to when figure that star out... destroyers come up out of the water. Oh man, that is so cool. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how you do that with without 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 needing to breathe. Um, but <laughs> but maybe there's well, just the atmosphere that they... clinging to a large enough object in space. I don't know, but the, the picture I saw wasn't in an, an atmosphere. It was um, it was space. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, it, it it'll be interesting to see, and then. Um, I'm curious why 3PO says this will be the last time I see my Taking friends. one last look, sir. Yeah. Like, he was built in one. Why, there's some for some reason, they have to deactivate him in nine? Well, you know, there's always been that story that there was always that rumor that back in the day that when that when Lucas wrote this entire set of trilogy, that really in the end, it's either 3PO or R2-D2 and there are people who have the who have the memory circuits from the droids and that they're reading through the stories or what or, or reading through the stories through the stories from from 3PO and R2D2 from those time frames um but given the fact that they've deviated from anything Lucas had planned with episodes 8 7 8 and 9 I doubt that's where they're going so um I didn't see any extra bits of Lando. Yeah, there was one. Okay. There was one. There was one where he's flying with Chewie and the Falcon. Um, I did see that. Um, you know, again, there with some of the footage that was there, certainly exciting looking, but nothing. I got to be honest with you. It's certainly exciting. I'm going, yeah, okay, great. Looks good. Um, but nothing that made me really go over the top. Uh, when they're go, standing, I've thought you'd get something when they're standing in what looks like the remains of the throne room from Jedi. Yeah, but that's not where that is. I'm pretty sure that's not where that is. I think that that's... I mean, it's the chair, the window, man. Yeah, I don't think that's the same location. I think that's... Uh... We'll see. Well, the reason I'm saying that is just because I've... From things I know from books and stuff... There's there's a world like that where there is that, and I think that's what they're using. I think they're going to those source materials, but but we'll see. Um, yes, we will indeed. I, think, I will. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that Ray and 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 Kylo are having a fight in it, on on something where there's where there's all water around them when Kenobi and and Anakin had a fight when there's there's lava all over the place. So yeah, oh yeah, so kind put, of an make that connection. Contrast. It's kind of an interesting contrast possibility. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like I said, to me, one of the things, I just, I'm not. Like I said, there was nothing in there that made me go. I mean, I'm still gonna see a movie. I really am. I'm gonna see the movie early on, early on. But there's nothing that made me go, oh my god, I need to see this movie. You know, nothing that was like, holy yeah, crap. Yeah, nothing I has really, 
grabbed me as like that first trailer for The Force Awakens, where you see uh-huh. the Falcon at the end, where it does that flip, and it and it and a Tie Fighter flies past it. Mm. Well, you know, I think the, that was like th- like one of the most my one of my most epic trailers I've ever had watched. I I'll, I'll be honest. I think the 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 three PO line was supposed to give you the 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 same kind of feeling as the sense when, of finality when 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 Han Solo and Chewie boarded the Falcon and like we're back. Yeah, we've come. I, yeah. I think they were going for that same feeling there. But the problem is, is that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting that there. And and maybe part of it is, is, you know what? 3PO has been in just about everything. And I don't know. I, I don't, in some ways I wonder, I wonder if they knew, if they had had any inkling at all that they were going to lose Carrie Fisher, if they had done this differently. Of course they'd have done differently. If they had done this entirely differently um, oh yeah, and the fact that it came out today, today would have been Carrie Fisher's birthday. Yeah, the sixty-third birthday. Um, but but yeah, um, I just wonder. I, I I do. I'm curious how much they deviated from what they had to what they're doing now. And I'll tell you, at some point, if it's funny for all the people who sit and I'm, and I'm kind of laughing when I say this out loud, for all the things I keep reading about 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 how Warner needs to release the this not the Zack Snyder cut of 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 all this stuff there's a part of me where I'm like you know what I'd like to see what Lucas had in mind I'd like to see what Lucas had in maybe mind Maybe we'll know last... someday he'll write a book before he passes on and maybe we'll know someday Well why can't why couldn't we do his his 3 why couldn't I mean, there's money to be made. Let's let's be honest with you. People will always be interested to know what Lucas was gonna do. Don't maybe you don't need to do it as a maybe, maybe he'll take it to the grave. Maybe it's a moot point now because well, now I'm not gonna do it now. So what's the point of speculating? Well, my understanding is they have. I think they have the stories or the rights to them from Lucasfilm. I don't know all the hmm. details to it, but but yeah, there's a part of me where I'm just kind of like. There's a part of me where I'm like, yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, here, Ruddy, you don't you 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 want to do this in a different way? Do it with animated. Do it animated. You know that that would cost less than the special effects. People would watch it. Put it on Disney Plus. People will watch. You know, I I, I think that they don't realize that they could get people that way. Because I think, you know, there's a certain amount of people who would be curious what Lucas's last visions were versus the direction that they chose. I agree. You know, I'm still very fascinated and curious at some point to figure out if this was really because I, 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 I'm still curious if really this was how much things deviated from the initial plans of what they were going to do with these movies and not just with Carrie Fisher. Because it's because of things we've talked about before, which is eight so goes in a different direction than than seven entirely, and takes entire entire storylines and pretty much drops them on the ground, and is like, yeah, fuck it. Um, to which I kind of sit there and I'm like, okay, so you made a you we spent time investing in this. 
And then you had somebody basically throw them out the window to create, to, to go a different direction. I guess, I don't know. I'm, I, again, there's a part of me where I'm, I, I'd love to know if that was really what they wanted to do there. I'm not sure. Well, maybe we'll, like I said, maybe Lucas will put a book out someday. Well, it, it won't be just Lucas. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see at some point, you know, what Kathleen Kennedy might say or or what J.J. might say. Because especially now, you know, J.J. just signed a deal with Warner. So it's not like you're going to see J.J. coming back around to do a Marvel movie, uh, any, any Disney-type movies for a while. If anything, rumor has it. JJ, there was rumors that J, they talked to JJ about a Superman movie, a new Superman movie. So, we'll see. Like I said, I, I don't. But you didn't. There were no major takeaways for you. There, it go. It runs quick enough that it's like, with all the jump cuts to show us all that stuff, where it's like, it's the whoa, it blows you away kind of thing there's nothing really that immediately makes me sit there and go, whoa. Okay. I need to, now I'm excited. Yeah. And since we've had force Friday, we've had some toilers come out. I know Poe's getting a new X wing. Cause Mm -hmm. I think that I think the black one blew up. Did it? I I don't think, I think it blew up on a, in a hangar. Probably. Um, and I did see what looked like a B wing and a Y wing, mm-hmm. and but yeah, the I, massive space battle that's coming, and Palpatine. We know that was obviously that was teased long ago with his laugh when we had that uh, mm-hmm. uh, t- trailer show at Celebration. Right, and see, I think the interesting part to me is. Well, to, to me, again, Palpatine, for me, this isn't new. For other people who have never read, the, who, have, who haven't read the books or the comics, um, oh, Palpatine's bad. Or, to some people, they think this is a stunt because, oh, well, you know, this will get people to. Well, the like, fact oh that God. he wasn't mentioned in seven or eight. Right. And now all of a sudden he's back. Um, but. There's a, and it, it's still available from Dark Horse, which is, um, oh god, Dark, which is called Dark Empire, and essentially, in that set of gra- that in that graphic novel, yeah, the Emperor comes back, and he, at one point, Luke does turn to the dark side, um, and there's a whole thing, but Leia is far more advanced in her Jedi's abilities and. I don't want to spoil much more than that, but but it happens in there, so I know that's where they got the idea from. <laughs> okay, I, I mean I know because that's what I would use it from, and maybe they've made some twists and turns to it, but that's probably what they use. So to me, I'm not shocked that the emperor's back, because um, it's mm-hmm. like it's, I mean, oh okay, that's cool, but I've seen that. Um, I, I, I again. I don't know. I, I again, I'm being cynical, and maybe I'm being cynical because I really didn't like eight. We know. <laughs> I, I and 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 that's why I'm sitting here, kind of like you're gonna have to do a lot to impress me. And 
and I feel like you you took a wrong turn with eight, and now they're going to go back to trying to turn. They're what we're going to get is a is very similar tones to where they went with seven. And well, you're, you're and thinking they're going to make a course correction like how like they did with Justice League after BVS. Somewhat. I mean, here's the thing. Look, I like Force Awakens, but I understand where people have their issues with Force Awakens that it looks basically like the first th- the, the original three movies. Yeah, there were a lot of certain- parallels to right. The Force Awakens and, to Episode 4. Right, and that they ripped off a lot from those movies. Okay, and because they, but in fairness, they needed to get the feel of Star Wars back, and they wanted people to have the same reactions and feelings. And yes, eight was eight was an opportunity to move away from some of that. The direction that they chose to move away from some of that was not a good one, and it was jarring to a lot of it people. Was, right, it was jarring. Well, the other problem was is that I don't have a problem. Not jar jarring, just right. jarring. Well. Look, I don't have a problem with Ray or Poe or Rose Tico or any of those characters. I really don't. What I have a problem with is Chewbacca seemed non-existent in that movie. R2-D2 seemed non-existent in that movie. C-3PO seemed non-existent in that movie. And really, in reality, so did Princess Leia. And, and I'm okay with introducing new people, but you couldn't figure out a way to make time for some of the 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 longtime characters and do more with them. And that's that that's frustrating. That's frustrating as a as a fan that you couldn't figure out a way to do that. Right. It's like the writers didn't know what to do with them. It, well, it's not even. It's either that they didn't know what to do with them or they didn't care. Yeah. And and it was yeah we're they're here whatever you you I mean seriously you know if you didn't really have much to do with Chewbacca if you didn't really have much to do with Chewbacca with where he was at with Ray he could have left with R two D two or something like that and they could have met up with with Poe and Finn, they could have met up with Finn and Rose Tico and helped them out on the casino planet and R two D two and it would have been interesting to see R two D two and DB eight together doing things. Yeah, that's we were hoping for. Right. And they had and just, said, like, one brief scene together in The Force Awakens when R2-D2 comes out right. of his coma or whatever. It would be fun to watch the two of them drive C-3PO mad. We didn't get that scene. No. We probably will get it in 9, but I would have liked to have seen that and scene. And now we got this other new droid. That Oh, do we have another new droid? Yeah, there's another new kid-friendly S- droid character coming. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Some Somebody pointed this out to me, and I don't... I'm hoping they're wrong, but one of the reasons why BB-8 gets so much screen time is is because we create a new droid. Well, we make more money off of certain people make new more money off the new droid because they created the new droid versus R2-D2, which is because it's the new droid, and you know we're going to promote the new droid because we want people to. Uh, can we sell the merchandising? We got the, the real money from the movie is made. Yeah, the real money. Spaceballs, the, the flamethrower. Right, exactly. And, so, and that's, yeah. Episode I, 9, I, Rise of Skywalker. Right, or the search for more money. <laughs> you know, I, I, here, at this point, and it's funny, I think Mandalorian, from what I'm hearing, fascinates me more 
fascinates me a little bit more than maybe than than episode nine at this moment. Um, unlike a lot of people, I was excited about Solo. I wanted to see that part of the world, that part of the Star Wars universe, because I think it's interesting. Yeah, I know, and I had I had kind of wanted to make a point of it to watch the finale of Rebels. I still haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it they're interesting characters. Yeah, but it just didn't appeal to me. Right, enough. right. Um, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with with the next sets of movies because. Obviously, they're working on that, too. It's what? The guys from Game of Thrones? Is that who's doing the next trilogy? That's that's my I understanding. So. I think that was the... Let's hope. Let's hope this time they have an ending. Um, again, you and I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but all I hear from certain people was how bad is... is the finale is was. About how the last season was, was, how, was not satisfying and blah, 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 and... I spent all this time for eight seasons watching this, and I don't know. Like I said, you know, um, I mean, the plan that that Disney has is is I think what next year's Avatar finally, finally after all this time is Avatar, Hooray. then followed by a Star Wars movie, followed by Avatar, followed by a Star Wars movie, followed by Avatar, followed by a Star Wars. Movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Oh, well. The Avatar love for me is just not. You're gonna have. They're gonna have to sell me on that. They're gonna have to sell me on an Avatar movie. I'm just not there. And the fact that there was no supporting fiction between now and this new Avatar movie that's coming, nothing to 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 feed the fans in the interim. Well, and it's weird because there's somebody who keeps pushing this whole Avatar was the greatest movie at. I don't know who keeps pushing this this narrative that's been out there that I keep hearing about, and I've heard for a while. And I'm like, I don't I don't know who it is, and I don't know why it is. It's it's like there are certain people that seem it seems like there are certain people or certain movies that seem to get these narratives, and it's like these people must be paying a shitload of money to get people to do to do stories and think this way. Like Kevin Smith, we talked about Kevin Smith earlier. There's a perfect example of one. Um, the other is anytime anything having to do with Jack Zack Snyder and the, and the and the Snyder cut for a Justice League movie mm. and the DC the the, the DC extended universe. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, James Cameron with Avatar is all we hear about. Oh, Avatar! I mean, a movie we haven't seen in what was that 2009? Yeah, something like that. Hold on. 2010? Now I feel like I wouldn't look it up. Because I feel like it's even longer than that. We, we've had that conversation before. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. So 10 years ago. 10 years time. on, no one's clamoring for an Avatar 2 yet. Well, at least not that I'm aware of. Not I'm that sure we're there aware are of. Some. I'm oh. sure that there's some. I'm sure there's somebody out there going, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Well, I so I suppose that can... Wrap it up this week. Yeah, yeah. We're at that about we, time. But the I was sweet say, spot. We, we'd have been out. We'd have been out the door a little sooner, except for the Star Wars trailer came out. So, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't mean to down the Star Wars trailer. I feel like I kind of did. It's, Just watch it a few more times and soak yeah. it in. Maybe we'll have a different opinion of it when we talk about it next week. Yeah, maybe. I, like I said, my first reaction is, I just feel like I'm missing something epic. 
That's the answer. That's what I'm looking for. Like when I saw like the the, the Avengers Endgame trailer, you know, it felt epic. This doesn't feel epic. Um, I I don't feel like. Uh, okay. But you know what is epic? What? You, our listeners, thank you for listening yes. to our show. We appreciate it. If you want to contact us in other places, other formats, other avenues on the interwebs, we appreciate it. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll know when new content drops. We're on Facebook. You can check out our wacky stories for our sister show, News of the Squared. Shout out to Scott. Scott! We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple. We're on all the funny, fancy podcasting places you can listen to us. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. Jeff, may the force be with you, and we'll talk to you next week, eh? Sounds like a plan. And if you're on iTunes or you're on Google Play, please, if yep. you're listening to the show, rate the show because it will yeah. help us and get more listeners and all, we appreciate that, it. all that fun stuff. I don't have Ivan here to make the Wookiee sound. He's pretty good at doing that. Oh, my.